Welcome, everyone, to John and Dylan Online. My name is Dylan Gott. Joining me this week is John Hastings. Oh, my God. First time on the show. First time Ooh. caller, long-time listener. I just want to <laughs> This week, we're talking about the man, the myth, the man, the man, the man, the man, Ryan Seacrest, baby. Yeah. And before we decide who the American Idol is, let's all... Also, Dylan, did you put a filter on your camera? No. It looks like you put a filter on it from my end, what, but that's fine. What does it look like? It looks like you're. Uh, it looks like you're a weird drawing. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Either that or I'm about to have a stroke. What I want to say is join our Patreon. So <laughs> before I die. Before I die, I'm gonna need some money for my medical bills. Uh, Please and rate and subscribe and review and rate and subscribe. That helps so much, and then we can gather money from other cuckolds. Yeah, guys, we are trying to get to the place where we can just start being critical of the medical establishment, and we don't have enough subscribers to do that. <laughs> I mean, that's how we can build it. I think vaccines are make you too horny. John, yeah. what's Ryan Seacrest like? He is much like the vaccine. I'm against him. No, I um, <laughs> There goes that YouTube algorithm. Uh, no, Ryan Seacrest is um, the worst type of person you encounter in show business, which is he is nakedly wants to be famous, sees nothing wrong with that, will accomplish goal. That's what he is. He is super irritating. He is the guy that, Dylan, I know you're going to remember this. If you remember the 2000s when we used to drink beers after comedy shows, he'd be the kind of guy that we're ordering a beer at a comedy club and he'd go, drinking. You guys should be at home working on jokes, and you just want to be like, I feel like one day you're going to embezzle a bunch of a bunch of money from dead comedians. I may or may not be basing that on a one particular guy, but um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a true assortment of dead comedians, a true piece of shit maneuver from a true garbage human being. Um, if I am talking about a real person, you'll never know if I am talking about a real person who moved to L.A. Um, was so bad he was fired by the company he was working at because he uh, almost got them embroiled in an incidental corporate espionage scandal. Real piece of shit. Not talking about anyone real. What I am talking about is, of course, Ryan Seacrest, born in a little place called Atlanta, Georgia. In the middle 70s, he came out of his mom's hoo-ha and said, I am going to win. And he has never stopped trying. <laughs> I came out of you. I've already forgotten you. And then he started networking with the doctor. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so do you what know anyone who? Uh, run? Yeah. Oh, that's a mirror. I love what I'm seeing. It's his own. He's jacking off to his own. He jacked off to his own image as a baby. He's. I think. Do you hate Ryan Seacrest? I feel like I hated Ryan Seacrest when I was like a teenager, just because he was like the symbol of squeaky clean TV. I felt neutral towards Ryan Seacrest, except I, of course, have had a professional interaction with Ryan Seacrest. Here is I'm just going to say this allegedly, supposedly, maybe perhaps sometimes radio shows might in some possibilities employ actors to call in, maybe to participate in their bits. And maybe if one of those bits is called Ryan's Roses, there is a particular possibility that someone on this podcast has been hired to call in for uh money to ryan seacrest show uh on air with with seacrest um where he does this thing where he sends roses to people to discover whether or not they're cheating and it may or may not be all fake and when you're on the line with ryan seacrest he is the biggest piece of shit asshole you've ever fucking encountered in your life will not say hello or goodbye hangs up the call always um, talks about the callers noticeably to other producers. Can we try this again? Can you get, maybe get a better guy next time? That kind of guy. And you're literally That's just fucking awesome. 
Like you're, I literally. So was he's told who you want him to be, kind of. Like you don't. It want is him exactly. To be nice. It is exactly who you want him to be. But he's also like his tone, allegedly, supposedly, maybe if I was involved in this, you'll never know. Is so cunty where it's literally one of those things where it's like you want to just be like, hey motherfucker, I don't give a fuck how many bodyguards you have. I'm from a little place called Ontario, and I'll hit you with my fucking car. Like, do you like you don't like? I don't give a fuck that you're from that part of Atlanta, which is all just different golf courses and they act like black people have never been invented. I'm from do or die Ontario. And where I come from, I'll yell at you from a car window, bitch. Don't fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll, I'll yell at you from a car window is one of the funniest threats I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'll yell at you and then drive away fast. Yeah. You might be enjoying a nice stroll and I'm going to give you something to think about on that stroll. Hey, from buddy. My car window. Fuck you. Exactly. That's a, how did he score? Got him. He Dead. has been roasted. <laughs> so Brian Seacrest, whose mom's name is Constance, grew up in oh. Atlanta, immediately goes to L.A. at 19 and pretty much has uninterruptedly hosted television shows since then. Isn't so that the fucking thing that, insane? No. So Ryan Seacrest is from uh, he's from a radio background. This is a thing with radio. If you want to get into TV very quickly, a trick, especially in the 90s, was get onto morning radio in Los Angeles because someone looking for a host will be like, I heard a fucking guy on the radio. Put him on it. And that's exactly what Ryan Seacrest does. And you can see that from the various gigs he gets. He's a host of the rebranded Gladiators 2000, the new American Gladiators sequel they tried to make. Fuck yeah! How was that not successful? What kind it was of fucking just the bull- guys from Corn and fucking oh. Dream Theater or whatever? <laughs> oh my god! How fucking good would it be if the Gladiators were the guy from Dream Theater? You got to climb this Velcro wall while John Petruclio just bores the shit out of you while talking about drums. Oh yeah, hell yeah! Dream hey, what theater. you think you can beat what Flea from Corn? Hey, guitar nerds love Dream Theater. They're the number one, like, fuck, I almost went to, my friends were, like, really into guitar, and I almost went to, like, one of the fucking, like, Joe Satriani, a guy just looks like a fucking pedophile, and he just, like, and it's just a bunch of guys with, who, just a bunch of guys look like comic book guy from The Simpsons going, like, oh, oh, yeah, Joe, let him have it. Joe, you did it again. He went, doodly, doodly, doodly. Joe, oh, no. The big one though, Joe Satriani is not bad. If you're really into guitar, though, is the guy that were the people that were into Ingve Malmsteen. Those are the motherfuckers. Or Steve Vai. Steve Vai was oh. just like a real piece of shit dick, where he's like very good, but then it was like he was in that hair metal band. But all those guitar nerds had to be like, but yeah, but but he plays so. It's because Steve Vai was also in Frank Zappa's band, is why Steve Vai gets a pass. Because he, but he, but bear in mind, all of Steve Vai's money comes from the fact that he was David Lee Roth's guitar player, because quote unquote David yeah. Lee Roth. I know how to beat Van Halen. I'll just get another Van Halen. And that's what he did, man. That's why David Lee Roth rules. Skiddly this guy's going to do scales for four hours. Oh, yeah? You liked Panama? <laughs> this guy's doing scales alone. Yeah. On a- you like Panama? This song's called Guatemala. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he's got fucking, he's got fucking, he rigged up a ruler and a bunch of very tight elastics. He made a guitar out of it. Now he's doing scales on top of the moon. So that's a bit better than Van Halen. You like fun? This guy hates that. And, he, and his dad didn't talk to him unless he played guitar. I killed this guy's dad. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Listen, I need another Eddie. I took it up on myself to uh, kill your dad. So there we go. So you have now that childhood trauma. It's just your 36 when it happens. Anyway, so, yeah, but he was not one of the gladiators. Ryan Seacrest wasn't. Thanks. 
And then, yeah, but he he hosted a different version of American Gladiators, which is he fought Brian Dunkelman for the fucking gold ring in the first season of American Idol to decide who's going to host this solo. Do you understand how crazy it is? Okay, so Ryan Seacrest and Brian Dunkelman host the first season of American Idol together. Now, Brian Dunkelman does stand-up comedy with me at Flappers Burbank. And Ryan Seacrest, I assume, is somewhere murdering a cat to get a boner. Ryan Seacrest, yeah, definitely owned the planes that Epstein used. <laughs> yeah. Everything Jeffrey Epstein did was based off of an email Ryan Seacrest dashed off when he wasn't even really paying attention. I don't know, get a big house in New York, lots of painting and naked people, make sure all of these women's lives are ruined forever. That's the key. That's the key, Jeff. Yeah, he's um he's a really good broadcaster. Man, I'm really like I don't I'm not jealous of the fact that this guy has like six TV shows and that like he I guarantee that he just walks around with a microphone because he's on television and radio so much. It just acts asks people to plug XLR cables into it when he's on air like he doesn't even change it around. He's just like plug the cable into it. Uh, This is Ryan Seacrest and I'm name of show on it and now i'm interviewing celebrity high all right that's done get kelly rip in here no build the set around me i don't have the time to move and sit down for another set just build the set around me thank you kelly don't look me in the fucking eyes kelly you've never earned it you won't earn it okay i like your point so basically let's we're skipping ahead i disagree which is i think ryan seacrest has always been the shithead diva alpha until he met kelly ripa kelly ripa befriended regis fieldman took his career and fucking kicked him out like you don't fuck with kelly kelly ripa kelly ripa is the one who fucks in hollywood well, they all like know? this is regis he's a good hang the fuck on here's my Ryan point Ryan seacrest and kelly ripa are very uh that's a very good show because it is the legacy of two people that basically were born with television was like Dick Clark hands his shit to Ryan Seacrest. Kelly Ripa hands, her, or sorry, Regis Philman hands her shit to Kelly. His shit. Well, both things are a bit different. They Regis Philman, as we've forever. we've since learned, he did not hand anything. It was Kelly Ripa spent years behind the scenes being like, "Well, it's a bit old. He's old. You know who's not old? Me. I am not old. <laughs> I'm not old." And then Regis is like, "Hey, here's the thing, Kelly. Hey, yeah. everybody. I know the mafia, and I'll kill your kids." Here's the thing you need to remember about me, fucking um, Kelly, is uh, I put a tiny bomb in your uterus. You fucking get me fired. You're going to fucking die. Um, I think, sorry, one of the most smartest things that I've heard lately, but also the most depressing. Someone told me that they're just copying what Regis Philman ate and how he worked out. And I was like, why? He's like, he lived so long. And I was like, yeah, that's. If you're just at 38 starting to be like, I'm going to live till 90, then yeah, I guess copy Regis. Just eat a prune and then do yoga. No way, by the way. Yeah, but what no one takes into account is also Regis Philbin had millions of dollars from the 50s. Like Regis Philbin is one of those guys where it's like, how did he live so long? You have a six-figure income from when you're 28 forward. That's how you fucking live super long. Yeah, man. Just being around like once again, celebrities in the 50s are dope where it's like there's no phones. Regis just hung out near where they film stuff, eventually got on there and they're like, I don't know, get Regis. Literally, Regis Feldman was a weatherman on New York radio and Joey Bishop was such a piece of shit to be around that I the network it. executives were like, we need someone that people like. And they just sat Regis Philbin next to Joey Bishop. And like that was like Regis Philbin's thing where it's like, hey, this guy just will not stop talking about Hill. Hitler's OK. So we've got Regis next to him to go. I don't know about this. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. 
it was just she did that at the time in the rat pack where hey what if immediately when the cameras turn off someone wasn't racist regis i like how when the cameras turn off he says how are you that's just he said that to a pa and the pa just started weeping <laughs> I've never, i can't i, I didn't even know, know i was a person oh i don't don't confuse it you're not a person uh anyway so what <laughs> oh you're way? not i just said hello to you because i say hello to the fridge Open I just up, give me the food yeah i want you to th- i want you to baby bird me P- pa what did you have for lunch i want to try it um so here's the thing with Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa fucking cuts the fucking head off of fucking uh, Regis yeah. Philbin. Michael Strahan then comes in, fucks over fucking her. Um, she brings in Strahan. Strahan fucked her over. Strahan goes to Good Morning America in like a great controversy. She finds out on the air. This is the last days of TV too. This is dope. It, I love this SB where it's like you don't think of it as being mm, as much money now because it's like there's so much more. I guess there's more visibility. Like I'm looking at my phone, obviously more than I'm following television. Yeah. But I but like this a, fucking go for it. You're a learned father of one. You're not a 62 year old postmenopausal woman who's raised her kids and now is like, my husband has just forgotten that those kids haven't lived here in 15 years, and now I drink in the morning. Let's see what this fucking cunt's getting up to. That's you know? <laughs> what I like, though. That's where it's like, and and I do mean this, and I know what I'm saying. Anyone could do those jobs. Anyone could do those jobs of just being pleasant on television. Yeah. Like you just show up and you are pleasant. Like Michael Strahan had it in because at least he was like amazing at something before that. Like he's truly one of the, the fact that he pivoted from being one of the most intimidating defensive ends. Like literally it's like football tracks, the best athletes. He was one of the best athletes in the best sport one of the scariest people but if he didn't have that gap in his teeth you're completely correct he's just a he's just a fucking savage that guy but he has that fucking gap so everyone's like oh that's cute and he's like i could rip your head off in any moment kelly (laughs) hey guess what kelly i will shit in your toilet um kelly so uh, Ryan Seacrest commercial is breaks only 30 in. seconds, but uh, I guess you've never hung out with someone bigger than the bouncers. Anyway, let's go back. Yeah. But legit, Michael Strahan would just kill all the people trying to stop him. Of course. Like, I guarantee yeah. in the commercial breaks, Kelly would be like, don't you fucking step on my sentence again? And Michael Strahan would just literally piss. He, this is what I do. This is what I fucking do. This is what I fucking do. This is what I fucking do. That's yeah, good. That might look like piss to you. Know what that is to me? That's the... That's the that's the blood of God. The blood you think of your God. Piss is the blood of God, Michael. I do cocaine. You think Lawrence Taylor does cocaine? I do cocaine. Um, Ryan Seacrest takes over for Michael Strahan in that show. And by the way, there is one time a report that there's tension between Kelly Ripa and Ryan Seacrest. And the next day, Ryan Seacrest is off the show, not on the show anymore. The show is now hosted by Kelly Ripa and her husband. And he comes back one month later as a guest to discuss about how much he misses the show and how much he likes still hosting American Idol. Kelly Ripa. Right, I guarantee Kit like we got to do a Kelly Ripa episode, man. Oh yeah, we're going to do What do you think Kelly Ripa? Do you think Kelly Ripa is the reason that Kelly Clarkson gained weight? Yes. <laughs> there was another only Kelly on television that just started injecting one. her with pudding while she was sleeping. I guarantee it wasn't injecting. I guarantee that like Kelly Ripa somehow is in Kelly Clarkson's house. Hi Kelly, you're going to need to put on some weight. Um, how did you get in here? Don't ask. Don't ask stupid questions, Kelly. Oh uh, no, yeah, she wakes up. She goes to sleep, right, she, in her loving house. With I don't know what Kelly Clarks is like. Maybe she has a loving family, is what I assume. And then she wakes up well. and she's clockwork orange. Her eyes are t- taped shut, and her mouth is just pried open. And Kelly Ripa is just shoving food in her. 
that's really tasty, but she can't chew. She's not allowed to chew. She just wants the weight gain. Oh, no, I yeah. know you like cake. Everyone likes cake. I want you to get fat and have diabetes. I don't want you to chew the cake. That would be Here's fun. the thing that I think you're not considering is I don't think you're considering just that Kelly Ripa is not someone to do it forcefully. She just gives you a little push. I think Kelly Ripa is like the Joker. She doesn't need to clockwork <laughs> You know what I mean? She's no, I'm just... saying no, I'm saying that it's open. Like she's the struggle is done. Kelly Ripa's just very, like, almost maternally giving her the cake now. I understand. But what I'm saying is it's you you actually could like it's not even she's not even involved. She just said one thing to Kelly Ripa that was so to Kelly Clarkson that's so like cutting oh. that the next ten years were just a quiznos orgy. There was like it, this dam, the Clarkson this dam of trauma, and then Correct. she just said one thing and then the trauma just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Kelly Ripa well, is a re- Kelly Ripa really strikes me as she the kind did of the pencil thing with that's what happened when Seacrest got out. She was like, I'm going to make a pencil disappear. <laughs> yeah. Said, yeah. Uh, kills a PA. And then everyone's like, Seacrest might be out of <laughs> Hey, Regis, let me ask you a question. Oh, yeah. I'm so serious. <laughs> here's my card. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's what Noah talks about is that time when that movie came out and everyone who was like leaning towards being a real loser in their mid twenties, just started saying, why so serious to girls in bars. And they really invented the incel movement. All right. (laughs) I remember this is something, uh, our, our mutual friend, Bobby Knuff, very funny comedian was the first person. And now it's everywhere to notice how dumb it was when the Joker is pretending to be the nurse. And then he takes off the mask and that's when Harvey Dent recognizes him. But he's in full face paint and is clearly the Joker. Then he takes off the tiny surgical mask and Harvey Dent's like, wait a minute, that's the Joker about how funny that is. Anyway, we got it because we only have a bit of time. So tell me more about uh, CC. All right. Baby Seacrest. He's hosting a little show. You might have heard it starring notice victim of Kelly Ripa. How long has been on Kelly. television, by the way? Sorry. He's been on television since 2002. 1993. Okay, no, no, because they started hosting television shows in Shut the fuck up. You want to fight? You want to fucking fight? Radical Outdoor Challenge, where he's like, oh, I'm radical. I'm Ryan. They're 19. Soon they'll let me. Soon they'll let me. Yeah. Soon they'll let me do what I want. But for now, I have to pretend. I'm Ryan. This is the Radical Outdoor Challenge. Not a challenge for me. I'm into Asian chicks because I know an executive (laughs) that likes those two. Oh, yeah. He definitely tells you what race of woman he prefers. Oh, yeah. I'm really into it. It's Ryan. I'm radical. My dad was in the army. So you know what I'll do to you. Hang loose. I'm Ryan. I'm radical. I was one of those guys that in the uh, mid 2010s described black women as ebony babes and everyone was uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. The reason why I start from 2002 is starting in 2002, Ryan Seacrest is broadcast television. Like it is, yeah. uh, you don't consider it, but because it's just not within our fucking bailiwick for lack of a better term. But this guy is the David Letterman for women that don't like their husbands. Like if, are you, is your name Janet? Are you in middle management at some sort of shipping receiving role at like a tool like depository? I'm now just describing our friend John Schauble's wife for some reason. Um, <laughs> is your name Kelly? I uh, no. I got an RRS to say to you, Dylan Atherton. Got that's right. Review and subscribe to this. Ooh. Show. Wait a minute. Yeah, John. You remember how you keep telling me how you want to get. A, d- a dog from the mean society fuck it and give it back and then they wouldn't take it back and you you kept yelling well it's a slut now i don't want it and then he killed it with a shovel anyway rate review and subscribe <laughs> hey john can i tell you something yes 
I sit down to piss and I stand up to shit. John and Dylan online. Patreon.com backslash John and Dylan online. There's all a bunch of different tiers there. $5 tier, you get the episodes early and an extra episode. And I assume at this point there's a $10 tier where you just get some pubes in an envelope. Yeah, if you fucking sign up for the $15 tier, guess what? You get nothing else different. Just give the pleasure of giving us more money. How's actually, that? you get none of the first two things. Yeah, that's actually true. To give, If you give us $15, you do not get the bonus episode, and you do not get the episodes early. Like, it is crazy how much TV this guy does. He maneuvers Brian Dunkelman out of the way to be the sole host of American uh, Idol in 2002, and it is insane to not understand to understand how big american idol was in the early 2000s like it was the fucking shit it went from um sort of a summer replacement show by the end of that summer fucking uh, the thin guy with the sideshow bob hair and kelly clarkson are on the mtv video awards like it was a fucking like holy shit it really really solidified the fox network as a the fourth network in america and this guy is just basically launched, as you've already alluded to it, the new Dick Clark, culminating in 2005, he starts being added to Dick Clark properties because Dick Clark's health is really faltering, culminating in Dick Clark getting a stroke. And then the worst thing ever happening in society, which is Dick Clark not handing over, counting down the New Year's Eve countdown and doing it with a stroke in the most uncomfortable video footage you can find on the Internet. Just a man trying to struggle to say the the number eight. I almost said the letter eight. Well, well, I beat you to the bottom, Dick. <laughs> He's got a well. This yeah, Seacrest uh, American Idol was absolutely huge. I mean, really, it's kind of like people kind of thought. I mean, maybe if Jeff Probst could have done Survivor Live, he might have had a shot at taking over for Dick Clark. But if you want someone to stand there in a suit and say the things, Ryan Seacrest is. Number one through six options. But this guy's pretty much uninterrupted. Like here, all right, here's here are the shows this man has hosted. Radical Outdoor Challenge, as you said. Three he also hosted three kids game shows, Gladiators 2000s, as you said, Wild Animal Games, Click, Lovers Lane, which was on Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> which was just like a real dating show. He oh sorry. No, he played a guy who hosted a show on Beverly Hills 90210. Correct. Um Ultimate Revenge. Which was just Ryan Seacrest, Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, yeah, on top of a mountain. Um, yes, and Brian Dunkelman hosted American Idol. I mean, do you know why they went with Seacrest? I mean, having one host is more clean. It was very much. It was exemplified that one or they, uh, towards the end of the season they wanted to switch to one host, and Ryan Seacrest was just the pick because Ryan Seacrest manipulated things to make sure that Brian Dunkelman didn't get it. Um, by the way, it's not just he's a host; he's also a producer. And he signs a development contract with a little company called E and starts a show called what? Keeping up with the Kardashians. He's the EP of keeping up with the Kardashians. So he invents money. Yeah. He literally, he saw a sex tape and went, I know how to actually make this worse. (laughs) Oh, you think a sex tape's exploitive? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to ruin these bitches lives. Hello, Kardashian daughters. I've turned your mother into a monster. <laughs> She's in charge. And now, really, he just hosts every so- single show on television. He also was on the radio. Why Why wouldn't you be? Why wouldn't you be recording this is and how I know enjoying your own life? Or, I mean, this is how he enjoys his life. Why not? The, the entire time he's doing all of this, he is hosting a show called um, 
on air with Seacrest and it's uh, LA morning radio. He still hosts this show. They have to build a studio wherever he's at and he goes in and hosts it. He, um, how he records it is it's none of it is done live. He does it throughout his day in snippets in like specific seconds. Like it'll be like, okay, we need like the show is exactly this long actually with commercials and all oh, this and on air with Ryan Seacrest, uh, started, um, in 2017. There's a variety of different sort of iterations of it. Like it's like it's this. 2004, and he starts hosting American Top 40, which was previously hosted by Casey. Casey. I did. Like this guy is like the dude. Yeah. It's like he's taken it over. Well, it's he's also con- like at some point you just think like, can I? Should I run for president? I'll have my own party. And they're like, yeah, he'll just be coming up next. My opponent's gonna quit. I'm he not also- gonna quit. I am the incumbent president. You're going to quit. I have quit. <laughs> Right, he was also, has dissolved political parties and abolished term limits. He was also one of the guys that was discussed to be the replacement for Howard Stern on the network radio. Sh- that on would the, be like, so ra- funny. And Howard Stern bloodied his nose by bringing him on the show and just kept talking about how he likes ladies and like, like it's so funny. Just like how how I got to make sure this guy doesn't replace me. I'll bring him on and get him to talk about all that top shelf pussy. I really like the fact that he would also try and be like Howard Stern. Hey, hey, hey all right, Seacrest here. So, John Cena, have you ever sucked a dick? <laughs> because here's the thing that I come down to it is in the end, Ryan Seacrest is just a radio guy. And that means his entire mentality is not what am I doing? It's just that I am on the air. As long as I am yes. being broadcasted, they cannot ask me where my wife's body is or whatever the weird thing I'm covering. <laughs> Showed up live from the court here. They apparently found out what I've been doing to my wife. Uh, coming up next, we got 50 Cent. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Ryan, I keep girl. telling you, you're not on the radio. Coming up next, you're not yeah. going to say that again. I just want to let you know I'm the reason Dick Clark had that stroke. I like to see him suffer. <laughs> But also he has like um, the reason I wanted to do this episode really is I wanted an answer as to why Ryan Seacrest, a man who is aging gracefully, got that plastic surgery. He's obsessed with being on television. This is what it is. Is You look at all of his different plastic looks. surgery and how rich he is would say, I don't want to see that. It doesn't matter. Weird he, now. He just it's that that weird thing of he's just like, I just need to make what's also weird about male plastic surgery is they try and like make them like, you know what I want to look like? I want to look 39 for the rest of my life. And it's like, go for broke, bro. Like do the like just become like an Italian fashion designer and look like a cat for 10 years. And then later you just look like you survived some sort of melting incident as opposed to what Ryan Seacrest is. He's like, I look like an AI version of a guy who chops wood. Yeah, they want to look like vibrant. Like for women, I understand it because, yeah, that's a very... like, without going into it, you obviously everyone knows the ageism that women and you know we are betas. So we'll I'll have another podcast where I talk about it, and then everyone on YouTube can insult my face and my body. But Good. with men, it's like who wouldn't want like an older, gray-haired host of a thing? It's because it's also Just it's start n- smoking. I don't know. I guarantee, I guarantee that Ryan Seacrest is a nightmare behind closed doors in terms of partying. Like I guarantee it's just like, he's drinking like red wine, but it's like, I only I drink he's Portuguese ever red had wine. Booze? I don't think he's yes. ever. I guarantee he's, I think he booze. has the recommended amount of, remember that I said red wine's healthy for your heart. I bet he has exactly that. And then if he has one more sip, he like spits it out and starts screaming at the person. No, Cause he's, su- he's such an LA douche. I guarantee he's really into sipping tequilas. And he's like one of those guys that's like, sometimes I just do MDMA and read. 
<laughs> you ever done chems and then just red moby dick dude yeah man like it's just lame like the thing with ryan seacrest is none of this is fun it's all like the thing with ryan seacrest he will not be remembered in that weird way you know what i mean like it's just sort of like he's because he also he's built nothing he's the he's the fucking what's the best way to describe this Nothing he's done is of impact. Everything he's done, he's the Dr. Pepper version of everything. He hosted like the oh, top right? four. No, he hosted the top Dr. Pepper. I love Dr. Pepper too, but Dr. Pepper is not the fucking, they're not, it's not the industry standard. It doesn't lead. Ooh, I get you. Coke, Pepsi. You know what I'm saying? In that, like, they're the innovators. They're like, Hey, what's this? It's soda. What is that? <laughs> it's pretty bad for you, but. This snowboarder tells you different. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper is dope because it's like, hey, do you like, are you just a out and out guy who doesn't do the normal thing just to be a cunt? There you go. We're done. Yeah, Here's that's Dr. exactly Pepper. right. <laughs> that's pretty much what I am, where it's like, are you just have the opposite opinions for no reason just because be an asshole? Here you go. Here's Dr. Pepper. Hey, you put would some you old like to- pennies in this Coca-Cola. Yeah. Hey, this flavor is best described as cinnamon that hates you. <laughs> it's cinnamon but we poured it on a tree dr pepper all right yeah, it's good well seacrest is also taking over for wheel of fortune so oh, essentially you will turn a television on and your parents will be watching it and it's just ryan seacrest and with them frantically handing him papers yeah apparently also, i'm also on survivor now uh how do i get this wood hey don't get the wood i'm every character on survivor now ryan seacrest baby this is the thing i want to say i've said it before and i'm gonna fucking say it again where the fuck is Vanna White being re- like how the fuck Vanna White has not aged a day in my lifetime. This is the thing that I don't understand about the plastic surgery that Ryan Seacrest got is clearly there's people doing very good work out there. Completely correct. You're completely correct. And Vanna White has found those doctors and is keeping them in some sort of bank vault. You would have probably is. It's probably that Vanna White has time off so that like, obviously it's like a car, John. We age like a car. Obviously, as soon as you drive it off the lot, the car is fucked, right? But you Mm -hmm. can have constant oil changes, and then it won't age as badly. Whereas Ryan Seacrest seems like he works so hard. He's just like, this is my day to look young. Do all the young stuff to my face. And then he gets it all done, and he looks fucked, and then he has to move on. It's sort of like Ryan Seacrest seems like he's doing like the in that like a... A drag queen, a, dwa- a drag queen is an no ex- dwag. Say it like a baby. He's a dwag queen. There you go. In that, it's a drag queen. It's like a super, ex- like um, accelerated, hyper version of like a glamorous woman. Ryan Seacrest, I think, is like he thinks he's doing like a hyper powerful version of like a big, strong broadcaster. But he doesn't. That's not a thing. So it's just insane. He's like, I need fillers and I need to look young forever. And they're like, no one. Walter Cronkite looked like he was literally dying on air and it was compelling. And Tom Brokaw it looked like he was a snake, a snake skin filled with light bulbs throughout most of the 2000s. And we couldn't stop having him on air. And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah, but Tom Brokaw I isn't hosting so. like poppy shows. Tom Brokaw is like, Eric, hey, yes, he up was next. The black guy. What are you geez. talking about? In that the mid 90s, you were too young to remember. Tom Brokaw was the face of MTV from 1993 to 1997. It was only new metal that got him off because he was like, I um, I have to go back to the news. I have one rule, and that is rap is not music. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with Jerry Garcia. But I guess I guess that died out with Ed Sullivan. I guess the Beatles killed it. But like having an old man introduce young things, that should come back. 
Well, yeah, completely. Also, it should we come back that it's Ed Sullivan, which was people cared so little for like light entertainment that they got a guy who read the news badly in New York and hated everything to host the show. Uh, yeah, I love a less fun version of Walter Cronkite, who's they got to introduce the Beatles. That's so funny. Yeah, who's going to host your late night variety show? A guy that actively hates everyone on the show. Why? I don't know. I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> like I did a show yesterday where the, the host was so nervous that he just got up, said the name of the show, and then brought up the first act like he didn't do any time at all. And that is what Ed Sullivan was. But everyone was like, he's a kingmaker. I'm Ed yeah. Sullivan. Here's someone that's entertaining. Like, how do you get that right job? Now. That's dope. I'm going to say this right now. You said King Maper. And you King fucked Maper. up. Okay, good. You're King Maper. You fucked up. How do you feel? Do you feel embarrassed? Dwag uh, Queen. John Dwag Queen. John, do you think Ryan Seacrest will uh, abolish term limits and is the only option to defeat Trump? Because I think so. 100%. Oh, my God. If if somehow and i would that i want to live in that reality what's the 2024 election seacrest v trump that debate would be fucking amazing which is literally like trump this is how trump starts it i've had sex with more beautiful women than ryan seacrest and then you see a fist fly into the screen so quick like just a you do not say that about me don don take it back don like just like in his <laughs> face like mr seacrest you need to step back i get the secret service i'll fucking kill them too you take that back. I have sex with women from Hong Kong, Don. Just calling him Don. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's not married because I genuinely think like the man, like the world's greatest man, John Cena, this man never stops. I guarantee he's substituted sleep for like learning Mandarin like John Cena has. Oh, so he can also host every show also, in China. Do you think that that means that we are, we're days away from uh, a John St Cena style apology when John Cena had the temerity to acknowledge that Taiwan was a place and then had to post that hostage video like in said very calmly in both English and Mandarin. I am very sorry for acknowledging that that place is a place. I did not realize you had my tax returns <laughs> oh my god yeah well john cena is john cena as an actor is chef's kiss because he's like so used to working within what actors would now call like the old school studio system when wwe where it's just kind of like uh oh what days off oh you mean where you get to work out and the man yells at you on speakerphone yeah i've had a day off but yeah, this is yeah versus uh oh, I'm going to go have a nap. Oh, is that where your boss comes to your house and tries to fucking punch you in the face, but you have to hide from him? Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's where you play hide and go seek, but with punching with your boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I find you, I get to punch you, John. <laughs> I'm naked from the waist down. Keep the shirt on. And the, so and the waist up. <laughs> yeah. I'm covered in blood. <laughs> <laughs> Whose blood is it, John? Anyway, you have to figure it out, like the blood. Uh, <laughs> Ryan like Seacrest was also the uh, substitute host on Larry King Live, where he pretended oh to be Larry King. Do you, have you? We got to do Larry, Larry King episodes because it's like post two thousand Larry King. The, the, is... the the DJ Khaled interview alone, where DJ Khaled tells him about all, uh, that Larry King just pauses and goes, "Why are you so fat?" <laughs> just like your fucking grandma would. My favorite thing I've recently discovered is Mike Wallace and Larry King get into a giant argument about uh, interview techniques. And it's basically what it is is Mike Wallace is like, why don't you ask hard questions? And Larry King's basically like, 
I'm getting paid not to, Mike. Would you shut the fuck up? And there's yeah. and they, it's a weirdest interview because Mike Wallace is sat in this chair and Larry King is lay, is laid horizontally on a sofa. And it's the only time I've seen Larry King not look like he was dying. And Larry King is asked about his many wives, and he goes, Here's the problem, Mike. If I pick up my messages and I've got two messages, one from my wife, one from CNN, I call CNN. And you're like, your wife's watching this now, Larry. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, Larry King is brilliant. And a lot of people like this are brilliant. Where literally he's a lot like asking fluffy questions like Ryan Seacrest, but then just dressed like what you think a reporter looks like. That's right. <laughs> like Bert Sugar was like this where he was on TV talking about boxing for way too long because he had like just he had a the- fedora and a cigar that was unlit. And he'd be like, the key to this fight is the punching. And then everyone would be like, he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> it's it's also the thing. Watched a Bert, full fight in 30 years. Bert Sugar is also the greatest point is Bert Sugar. Also, if it, in, no matter what, if it was boxing related, Bert Sugar is there, which is like when the Howard Stern show did boxing matches, Bert Sugar is there. Bert Sugar, I guarantee went to every Rocky premiere and talked about it like it was real. I guarantee that Bert Sugar <laughs> like, thinks Rocky four is a documentary. Bert Sugar. Can we do a Bert Sugar episode? Bert Sugar is so fucking insane. Here's my favorite fact about Burt Sugar. I, I got to find this. I have a wrestling book where Burt Sugar is does interstitial like writing about wrestling. And let me tell you, I have never read a book where you're like, I don't think Burt Sugar was a sober writing this or be knew what wrestling is. Because it'd be like the Grand Wizard was known around New York as a professional wrestling manager. Let's hear what Burt has to say. I got to tell you, if someone's wearing a turban, I think of my wife and I want to fuck him. It's <laughs> 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 just like, what are you writing, Burt? Well, it's the whole thing about um, Nick. Then it's the it's TV, right? Like, obviously, if it's auditory, then you listen to people and you're like, oh, okay, this man is worth listening to. But then you see it and you're like, well, that's I guess that's a reporter because that's what I see in a kid's book. Where look at reporter, he's got a fedora and a little, you know, he's got a little mm-hmm. thing. Oh, hi, Felix. Hi, Felix. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh, we'll have to edit that out. <laughs> oh no, it doesn't matter. Your poor no, your poor, I'm not talking about the, our audience. I'm talking about your son has just been is just been exposed to our audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. All right, thanks so much for listening, guys. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week with Ooh Kimbo Slice. Oh, a man, man who might rival Dylan and I for true alpha status. Actually, no. I am so excited to talk about I'm Kimbo Slice. So he is so it's here's a summation of the entire episode. People are like, wow, that guy was a real down-to-earth guy. How did he become famous? Uh, hand-picked scared fat guys he knocked unconscious onto concrete. <laughs> what? Yeah, they were all scared. They asked him not fight, but Kimbo said, no, I'm fighting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so- Here's the thing to remember about um, uh, me is I'm not the biggest MMA fan, but I love MMA YouTube more than anything. And Kimbo Slice gets referenced so much more. They're like, because Kimbo Slice is both the great disappointment and like, man, those were the good old days where you could just get a guy and beat the shit out of him in a backyard and put it on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Bye, Dylan. Bye-bye.